Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I talked with a podcaster named Nick who hosts the podcast called The Very Good Adventuring Team. It's a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. It's a role-playing, um, it's a role-playing podcast and it's really entertaining. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in the actual interview, so stay tuned for that. But I'd just like to thank him in the beginning because he was a great help. But basically, um, I'm still trying to find, uh, figure out how to do this podcasting thing. I wanted to work out, and he was a great help, just like putting me on my path. He taught me a lot about what podcasting is like, and I just like to thank him a lot for agreeing to do this interview. But I don't want to keep you waiting. Let's get on to the interview. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs podcast. Hey, thanks for doing this. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, because um, I listen to your podcast, and it's, like, really nicely, like, engineered. Like, the audio is really nice. The music is really nice. And I'm, like, trying to figure out how to do all of this. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little while. Thanks for doing this. Um, I'll just start by, like, introducing myself. My name is Teeland. I'm in high school, and I'm trying to do a podcast. So what's your name, and what podcast are you doing? Hey, Teeland. Uh, my name is Nick, and I am one of the creators of the podcast, The Very Good Adventuring Team. Yeah. So I listen to the podcast, and it's really interesting. It's like a role-playing podcast, and it's about um, Dungeons and Dragons. Am I correct? Yeah. Uh, it's part of what is a, an interestingly growing subgenre. Uh, they refer to it by a couple different things. Some people call it uh, actual play or AP podcasts. Uh, others will call it RPG or role-playing game podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's maybe you could even call it under the subgenre of audio drama, but it's kind of a mix of all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did it take for you to like uh, execute on the podcast? <laughs> it's a podcast. Well, the original idea was probably eight months in the making before it actually turned into recorded audio. Uh-huh. We uh, uh, maybe even longer of just thinking about doing the kind of thing we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from the from like actually sitting down with equipment, starting to record, uh, learning all the terrible ins and outs of editing <laughs> and everything else that goes uh-huh. into it, that was probably. That was probably about two months, but there was quite a bit of research that went into it before that. Yeah, that's what I, like, I'm trying to do right now. Do you make money off the podcast? Um, we make a little bit, sort of. Um, uh, certainly not back what we made on our initial investments. I've, yeah. I definitely spent a little bit of extra money on getting somewhat decent equipment. Uh-huh. And uh, altogether, the original setup was probably somewhere right around a thousand dollars somewhere less than that but Uh excuse me but the month going sorry the ongoing monthly costs of it uh for hosting i picked a little more high quality of a service Mm -hmm. so that's a little spendier Mm -hmm. too uh then i also use a service called alphonic that uh, handles some of the editing and mixing for me Mm -hmm. um so we take in on a monthly basis more than we spend, but mm-hmm. not enough that we're going to recoup the uh, initial costs of this anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So it's like more of like a fun thing to do. 
Yeah. So, what is it like recording a podcast? What is the process like? Uh, well, there's quite a few steps to actually a final episode for what we do. Um, because we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, what the podcast really starts with is me writing an adventure, writing the uh-huh. um, outline. You know, it's not really a script, but writing the outline of what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually sit down and record. That can be anywhere from two to seven or eight hours, uh, depending on the day that we're actually getting together. The editing process has gotten significantly quicker and easier mm-hmm. over time, especially with the addition of that Alphonic service. Um, and then the mixing process is another, like, probably six hours. Mm-hmm. Um, recording itself, really nothing too special to it. It's probably about a half hour of setup time. Um, we record just in my dining room. Yeah. And uh, I set up all the equipment in advance. Everybody shows up. We put on the mics, do a little sound check, record, and, you know, basically hit start and then uh, hit stop when we're done. It's usually pretty hands-off during the actual process. When you edit and, like, have the music together, like, how do you know what music to use and, like, how to put, uh, where to put it in? So we've got... Uh, one of the most wonderful things about our podcast is uh, one of the guys that plays one of the characters in the show is a a very, very talented musician. So Uh, all the music that we use, he actually writes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's all hundred percent original music, which is Uh fantastic. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty of sources out there for that kind of music. Um, Make sure, make absolutely sure you find copyright free and royalty free music. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, whenever you can, um, which should be always, credit the artists, credit mm-hmm. the website, credit wherever you got it from. Just mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's out there doing something for free, uh, you know, they deserve at least a little yeah. bit of a shout out. Of course. As far as the process of getting that music and putting it into the podcast, usually what I do, I will cut together a whole episode. Uh, we've got a preset intro basically that we use. We do a, a previously on section, and then mm-hmm. episode a mid-roll, more episode, and then our, uh, our outro. So I'll put that whole thing together. I just put it into like a wave file. I send it over to the guy that does the music. Mm-hmm. He'll either t- reuse some older pieces or he'll write something new if he finds the inspiration. And then he'll take all of that and send it back to me just as an individual file. And then I'll like, I'll do the final mix to get it all together. Okay, so you, you do the mix. Um, so what do you, what would you say like your job is? on the podcast like besides actually being in the podcast what do you do outside of um talking on the podcast uh so there's there's four of us total in the podcast two of the guys are essentially just uh um characters on the show Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't really do much outside of that uh there's the other gentleman that does the music for us and then i do everything else Mm -hmm. oh wow okay which, if you're getting into podcasting, uh, you should yeah. probably expect that to be the deal. Uh huh. So you do like social media editing, all of that. Yep. Like website too. Yeah, the social media part is. Yeah. So one of the nice things for us is that the, the service that we use it's a it's called Fireside.fm, uh-huh. and the fee that we pay them to host our website, host the files, make mm-hmm. the RSS feed. Mm-hmm. essentially make our podcast available to the world. Mm-hmm. They also, as a roll-up into that service, they provide a website that's eh, 
pretty clean looking, I would say, yeah, and pretty it's really decent. Clean. It's really nice. Yeah, I liked it so far, and it beats paying somebody else to do it too. So, yeah. um, how did you know you wanted to use Fireside besides like the other ones? I spent a pretty good amount of time researching the ones that are out there. Um, I personally really like things to be hassle-free, and I really like to know they're going to work. There's a lot of websites out there that you can host a podcast for free on, um, uh -huh. you know, all the way down to like a SoundCloud or something like that and, and anywhere out from there. Mm -hmm. And that's cool, but a lot of what you sacrifice when you go with a lot of those sites is your right to the music or your right mm -hmm. to the stuff you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. Not even that you would lose rights, but that you just, how would you call it? You, uh, um, it becomes part of a shared license, so you're not the only person with a license to that material. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of other really popular ones. I think Libsyn is probably one of the most popular ones out there. Mm -hmm. Blueberry, there's there's a handful of others. Mm -hmm. And they're all great, too. One of the main reasons I didn't go with a lot of those was because they, um, they typically had like a limit on either downloads or uploads or size of episodes, things uh -huh. like that. I, you know, like every person getting into podcasting, I had that uh, dream when I first started doing it that, like, what if it blows up overnight yeah. and I get a million downloads? <laughs> uh, which definitely didn't happen. But uh -huh. you know, I didn't, I didn't want to have to worry about that. So for uh -huh. twenty bucks a month or nineteen rather, yeah. as opposed to like fourteen or ten mm -hmm. or free, it, it was worth it for me to just spend the extra money and not mm -hmm. have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, like, the motivation for you uh, making it? Is it, like, for fun? Is it just, like, a way to hang out with friends or a way to get yourself it's out a little, there? Yeah. It's a little bit of the first two. Um, getting myself out there is, isn't a huge motivator for me. But uh -huh. um, when uh, when I first started getting, as as an adult, back into playing the game Dungeons & Dragons, mm -hmm. Uh, I had a friend of mine who got us some tickets to go see a live show of a group called Acquisitions Incorporated. I don't know if you've heard of Penny Arcade. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, they put on a thing called the called PAX, which is a big show oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah, gamers and all the rest. Yeah, yeah. So these are the guys, some of the guys behind PAX. Oh, okay. One of the things they do at PAX is they do these live shows where they play Dungeons and Dragons in front of the audience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I started listening to that after going to the show because it was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started listening to some other ones. Mm -hmm. uh, probably one of the most popular ones or well-known out there is a show called The Adventure Zone. It's uh, by the guys that do My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I ran out. You know, I went through the whole show and uh, there was no more material or I was, uh -huh. you know, current at least. And I couldn't find another show that was like them at the time that was what I was looking for. So I thought, well, what the hell, man? Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can give yeah. back. And so started my own. Uh -huh. yeah. And then I found out there's like hundreds of other shows that are just like this. So I, uh. <laughs> they didn't really need me to make one, but and, yeah, yeah. that's so, pretty much why I, why I did it and why I do it. What do you think the future is like for the podcast? For ours specifically? Yeah, for yours. You know, we steadily uh, we steadily grow in listeners. We're certainly not huge. You know, we're uh -huh. maybe um, so the the big metric that you're looking for in podcasting, or what what advertisers look for, anyways, like the total number of downloads that you see mm -hmm. in the first thirty days that an episode is released, mm -hmm. and what they typically pay out is 
uh, like anywhere from like 15 to $25 per thousand downloads you get in that range. Uh, so we're sitting real comfortably right around like 200. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, it's a lot to me. Um, we've got people all over the world that listen to us, wow. funny enough. Um, but we're nowhere near big enough that we have to worry about advertising or revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really see that changing. You know, like I said, there's a, there's a fairly dense field. There's a lot of people out there that are doing what we're doing, but a lot mm-hmm. better. Um, but I enjoy the process. I enjoy what we're doing. Um, there's, there's people out there that I communicate with. I mean, like, so we've got friends in Australia. We've got mm-hmm. uh, some fans in Norway. We've got um, wow. quite a few in Europe, uh-huh. uh, just in general, I should say. So um, California, for some reason, we got really uh-huh. big in for a while there. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, it's we've got a lot of people out there that are listening. So part of it now is like, you know, those people are invested in the story. Those people are invested in the characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of them have started giving back to us through Patreon and Kofi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or just in general, you know, like telling people about us or you know following us and listening. Uh-huh. And uh, and I feel like we owe it to them to at least you know finish the story that we've got yeah. and go as far with it as we can. Oh, that's great. So I was about to ask, like, what are you gonna do like from now on? Because we kind of sidetracked in that question. We kind of got to what um, the metrics were like. But I was wondering, like, what's the future like for your podcast? Like, what do you think you're gonna? Con- what do you think you're gonna do from now on? Hmm. Honestly, just keeping on doing what we're doing. You know, I don't really have any so plans. So you don't change on... anything. You wouldn't change anything. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. You know, I mean, it'd it'd be nice to have more listeners. It'd be nice to have you know more people paying into the Patreon or whatever else. But we're doing this because we enjoy doing it. We're having fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a day job that I make enough money in. I'm not worried about uh-huh. making more uh-huh. money off of it. It's uh, it's really just us doing a thing that we enjoy doing and doing it for as long as we feel like doing it. Huh. That's great. I think I'm going to end it there. I learned a lot from this, so thanks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Right on, man. Well, best All of luck right. with your podcast, and uh, you know, drop me a line when you get it started, and I'll give yeah. it a listen. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. And that was where the podcast ended. Um, I'd really like to thank Nick for doing this interview. I learned so much from just talking to him and asking him questions about what um, podcasting is like, um, what it's like having like a fairly large um, like listen listener base. He has around 200 downloads, and that's a lot. So um, it was really informational. And I hope if you want to start a podcast, um, you get something from this as well, because I got a lot from it. So I'd like to thank Nick um, again, because I can't thank him enough. He was such a great help. And when you listen to his podcast, you can really tell he puts a lot of heart and soul into his podcast. And it's really great engineered. It's really great. Um, Like, it's just like an entertaining podcast. So you should check him out. His podcast is The Very Good Adventuring Team. Um, I'm going to drop a link to that in the description because he just did a great job telling me about what podcasting is like. And um, for the very few listeners I probably have right now, I'd just like to throw you over to his way because he was a great help and I want him to feel the love. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. 
Um, it was a great episode. I learned a lot. I hope you learned a lot. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. And bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.